Pretty Ugly Podcast. Hey, it's Liv, and this is my second episode for the Pretty Ugly Garment Life Cycle series. So on this episode, I'm going over four great raw materials and four fantastic brands that come to my mind uh, when I think of those fibres. So your garment's first step of life is being a fibre or a raw material. And this is also the first step of a garment being categorised as environmentally friendly or planet destructing. (laughs) Now this is where a lot of brands can get called out because say you have some cool board shorts you want to make and you think, oh, let's make them out of recycled plastic bottles. Fantastic, reusing. But now every time the consumer washes that garment uh, itty bitty bits of plastic will release and get into our sea life which is just lovely so it's time to think smarter so choosing eco-friendly materials can be quite expensive but luckily there are options so here are a few My first material is organic cotton. So cotton and organic cotton, believe it or not, are two different things. Organic cottons don't have any pesticides used in the process of making it and cotton cottons generally are covered in them. You can sometimes smell the pesticides on some of your clothes. Don't know if you you smell that yucky smell, but I do. However, don't be ignorant when buying organic cotton items as most brands won't actually show you the types of dyes that were used to colour the garment. Uh, The most likely garments to be fully organic, unless specified, are the organic cotton colours. Generally a creamy or a light brown or even a light shade of green. Um, One of my favourite brands for organic cotton-based clothing is the one and only Thunderpants. And they're a brand from New Zealand in the wide upper. And their main garment is their comfy underpants that are lovely on the tush and guilt-free to wear because they're certified organic cotton and only use water-based dyes. So they don't use any azo dyes, and remember that word if you're ever looking into garment dyes, as azo has been proven to cause bladder cancer in those who are around it too much. But then again, what doesn't give cancer anymore? Oh, azo is used in foods too, and is why some people get moody after consumption, like myself. Fun fact. (laughs) My second fabric today is linen. Cellulose fibres is what it's made of, and it's mostly sustained by flax plants. So linen is such a tough fabric, but it has this overwhelming comfort property to it, and I'm just obsessed with it. It can hold itself together for around 20 years, and because it's a plant, it's naturally biodegradable, so you can chuck it in your compost if you really don't want it anymore. And as a flax plant, um, it hardly uses much energy or water to grow as much as other plants do. And the best thing about linen is that a whole garment could be made completely out of it, meaning zero waste. Uh, like the organic cotton though, just be wary of the dyes, and, or at least ensure the dyes that are used are low impact or natural, or just not dyed at all. Linen is naturally just such a beautiful colour when it's, you know, not dyed or anything. Um, I'm surprised we don't have more of this wonderful fabric in New Zealand. Uh, there is a Kiwi brand who do do linen and that brand is Wallace Cotton who are a bedsheets company but do wonderful linen bedsheets and a limited clothing and sleepwear range. I have some of their pyjama pants and they are just wonderful, ethically made and affordably priced. So get to them. My third material is wool. A fantastic material for sports clothing, or just layers to keep you warm in the chillier months, uh, was unpopular for me when I was a child because I hated the itchiness to it and the fact that ugly Christmas sweaters were the rage for Christmas prezies, but now it's being appreciated for its eco-friendliness, so that's nice. It's completely natural if it hasn't been treated with nasty chemicals when it's being preserved or dyed. Uh, the reason it's great for active wear is because it absorbs moisture by holding onto it with its core fibres. And while it can do that, it is also one of the most breathable materials, making it light and fresh to wear. Fantastic for socks. I love socks. 
A great Kiwi brand focusing on wool, or more specifically merino, is Montreal. So they take animal welfare extremely seriously and work with their supply chain partners to ensure that the wool is traceable and certified 100% non-muzzled or cease muzzled muzzled. I don't quite know how to pronounce that word, but that word means basically any of the wool that is around the sheep's buttocks, as that requires a bit more treatment so that it's more sterile, but more hygienic. So yeah, they don't use that. Uh, the textile and garment manufacturing plant uses environmentally friendly dyes and the water used for dyes is processed through a water purification plant to neutralise any chemicals and ensure only clean water goes back into the environment. Thank you, Mons. This isn't the only reason I'm supportive of Mons Real, though, because they do so many other things to contribute to the life cycle and I'll explain that in coming episodes. My last material for you today is hemp. This other fantastically awesome plant is super versatile and has a great nutritional value. It's stronger than cotton too, so that's great. It uses less pesticides and herbicides than cotton when grown on a larger scale. So if you have to buy new rather than secondhand, Patagonia have a great selection of hemp clothing. Now, I don't have much to say about Patagonia other than to stand up and clap, because to me this company does everything they possibly could do right and are forever finding ways to make themselves better for this world. So Patagonia, this is for you. Thank you sincerely from everything that has ever existed and everything that is about to. I hope you've taken something interesting away from this today and if you enjoyed it, come even deeper into the scenes with me for next week's episode on textile design. The Ready Podcast. Ugly.